Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 25. I'm your host, Matt. And so last week, I spoke and provided some information to immigrants coming to the USA who are just starting their lives in America. I got a lot of great feedback, so thank you, thank you for your encouragement, your shares, your likes, subscribes, reviews. That really means a lot, and it's the kind of support that helps this podcast keep going. All right, well, we're going to keep this train moving today and talk about five awesome fully funded emergency fund benefits. And at the end, we'll talk about what your emergency fund might look like. Financial emergencies happen to all of us, and we know that. When and how those emergencies happen is another story. An unexpected visit to the emergency room or a major car repair can happen anytime and you want to make sure that you are prepared financially as much as possible. This is why a fully funded emergency fund is a critical must in helping you maintain your financial independence and sanity. My wife and I started maintaining an emergency fund in 2017, and we will keep one for a very, very long time. I personally like the idea of having liquid cash available at a moment's notice and not having to rely on borrowing the money. There are a lot of arguments for and against having an emergency fund, but I personally feel that having one can only be positive for your financial goals. And so let's get into some of the reasons and strategies of fully funding an emergency fund and how this will help you fully fund your mission to achieve financial independence. So the first reason of a fully funded emergency fund is peace of mind. There's no doubt having money available for the quote-unquote just-in-case moments takes some stress away. You don't have to think or spend time working to pay for an emergency when it happens. Thanks to the easily accessible emergency fund, you are in a much better position to deal with any financial problems that may come up. You can rest peacefully at night knowing that whatever the market does, you will always have a safe place to keep your money that can only go down if you make withdrawals. And another thing, what happens if you lose your job? Having an emergency fund gives you security for that time while you may not have a steady income as you look for a new job. And so this peace of mind plays a huge role. I think a lot, I think many of the stresses that we deal with, especially in America, are related to money. But if you can somehow build an emergency fund to cover you, you know, for a few months, and we'll talk about that more, then I think that peace of mind will play such a huge role in lowering your stress and reducing any anxiety that, you know, you might feel when it comes to money. The next reason for having a fully funded emergency fund is quick access. One of my favorite benefits of having an emergency fund is the ease of accessing the money when needed. We keep our emergency fund in an American Express high-yield savings account. 
This account allows for six transfers per month. This way, I don't have to worry about waiting so many days to get this money from taxable accounts or even have to sell any investments that I own. I can get what I need immediately and let my money in my investment accounts continue to grow. In our first year of having an emergency fund, we've already had to pull some money for certain medical expenses. When you have a toddler, you guys know that there are emergencies that happen like ER visits. And going back to number one, we had that peace of mind and we were able to access the money very quickly in order to pay ourselves back for those medical emergencies. And right after, you know, we worked hard to build that emergency fund back up to what we were comfortable with. And so this is a great benefit of having an emergency fund. The quick access and the less hassles and complexities that you have to deal with when it comes to having your emergency fund and other types of accounts. Number three, high yield savings accounts. One of the challenges with keeping money outside of, you know, stock or bond investments is keeping up with inflation. Typically, inflation is about 3% per year, and having stocks and bonds in your investment portfolio helps you keep up with that. With high-yield savings rates of 1.3% to 2%, you won't be able to keep up with inflation, but the value of your emergency fund will never decrease. That's the key. Our emergency fund is sitting in that American Express high-yield savings account that's currently paying about 1.8% interest. This isn't a lot, obviously, when you compare it to a total market index fund or some stocks that are out there, but it's good enough to support the goals of an emergency fund. Besides, an emergency fund is not an investment, so I don't recommend it be more than 5% of your net worth or whatever can hold you over for a few months in the event there's a loss of income. Number four, FDIC insured. There's nothing more reassuring than knowing that your money in a savings account will always be there. That's basically what FDIC insured means. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation insures up to $250,000. And believe it or not, no customer has ever lost any money of insured deposits in the history of the FDIC. Where else can you get a 100% guarantee that your emergency fund will never lose a penny and still grow at the same time? Even if it's marginal growth. Remember, an emergency fund is to support the urgent and unexpected situations. And with up to $250,000 FDIC insured, you should really, really have no reason to simply park some money in an account that has the backing of the FDIC. Number five, no volatility. One of the most argued points against keeping your emergency fund in a money market or high yield savings account is the small growth it experiences. Well, obviously the expectation is not for the emergency fund to have a 40 year annual return of seven, eight, nine, or 10 percent. The expectation is for the money that's in there to be there no matter what the market does. Some years, the investments you have in taxable and tax advantage accounts will be up and some years they will be down. I'm not sure how comfortable you are 
with that type of change happening to your emergency fund. I know personally, I'm not done with that kind of volatility with one kid and two on the way. Plus, having an emergency fund of one year or more could be a powerful hedge against seriously bad market times. Just Google longest U.S. bear markets and you'll find articles like the one I'll link to in the show notes from The Balance that talks about some of these bear markets that were very difficult for many people to experience because some of them had all their money in stocks or had all their money in bonds. Undoubtedly, the markets have always recovered in strong ways, but to have 19 months where you're seeing investments go down in value as much as 50% can be hard to digest for some of us. Having an emergency fund can be a big psychological boost to help you during those downtimes in the market. Now that we've talked about the five benefits of having that kind of emergency fund that you can put in one of these high-yield savings accounts, let's talk about the emergency fund size. This is a debate that many like to have. Do you have one-month emergency fund, a three-month emergency fund? What about a one-year emergency fund? I would say at least three months of funding is a reasonable emergency fund size for basically anyone in the FI community, anyone who's looking to achieve financial independence. This means that you're able to pay your mortgage, your bills, and any other financial obligations for a minimum of three months. Personally, if I can in the future, I'd like a year's worth of expense sitting in a money market or high-yield savings account. I don't mind if it's earning 1% to 2% interest. Having $60,000 of emergency money in an account yielding 2% per year earns you about $1,200 per year. And if you have the maximum of $250,000 that is, remember, also insured by the FDIC, that yields about $5,050 per year or $420 a month that you're earning per month. And so that's not a bad way of looking at your emergency fund. Remember, a fully funded emergency fund is not a place to invest your money. And really, your emergency fund should only be about 3 to 5% of your overall net worth or enough to cover you for a few months or a year if you decide to take time off from work or in the unfortunate event that you get fired. As long as you can keep a modest lifestyle and follow what many people in the financial independence community refer to as the 4% rule, then there's really no need for an emergency fund. You've built up enough wealth, you've built up enough capital to be able to account and be prepared for those emergencies. That will do it for this episode. Stay tuned next week. We're going to talk about open enrollment and my family's first year experience with an HSA, which stands for Health Savings Account. It's the first year that we've used this type of health plan, the HSA. For the last however many years I can remember, I've always had the HRA. And even after we got married, we were using the HRA, the Health Reimbursement Account. But since we've moved to an HSA, I thought I'd go ahead and share my experiences and some of the things that we've learned from having an HSA that hopefully can be of some help to you when you select the type of health plan that you're going to use in 2019. I sincerely hope you have a great and purposeful week.